Successful investing is a difficult habit. Too many investors think there are shortcuts on the way to success. Often these shortcuts come in the form of a tip from a friend or associate or on a social media site. The power of a personal recommendation is compelling, but often that friend knows less about investing than you do. On social media, we feel comfortable going with the crowd, but how do we know it's not a scam or a cheater's stock? One of the secrets to successful investing is doing your research, identifying great companies, and buying them at a good price that provides an opportunity for price appreciation. Value investing, as it is known, requires patience. One person who understands value investing well is Vini Ye, co-founder and honorary chairman of Value Partners. I went to meet him at his office. The most important lesson I've learned is、um, uh, you have to pick an investing style which is consistent with your temperament. Um, so it depends. It varies from temperament to temperament. Myself, I am what you call a value temperament. I'm willing to wait and be patient, but I'm not a very good trader. If you keep me in front of a screen, I inevitably would do the wrong thing. So,、uh, so by you know by definition, I'm known as a value investor, and I think by temperament, even in my daily life and everything, I'm a kind of value guy. I'm a cheapskate, in other words. <laughs> so、um, I, you know, I believe in rationality. So、uh, that's how I've uh, uh, modeled my investing style. So to be a value investor, you've got to take a very long-term view, really, haven't you, and be very patient.、Uh... I, I think you tend to be more patient. But I think it's not so much the long-term view of the patience; it really is looking for things with、uh, a margin margin for error.、Uh, you are willing to give up some upside in、uh, in return for some more downside protection. You want to、uh, look at things which you think are at a discount to their innate value.、Um, so that's really is more the definition of a value investor rather than your time horizon. And how do you discover those companies which you think are undervalued? What type of research do you have to do to find them? Well, by now, I mean, I started as value investor, but over the years, because I have had you know some public duties and everything,、uh, I have not actually started picking stocks. I've been started starting picking fund managers instead, and、uh, so. Um, I think my, you know, my my biggest successes have not been in picking、uh, the right stocks or the right securities. My biggest successes、uh, have been in picking the、uh, best managers in that. And what do you look for in selecting a fund manager? What sort of qualities? What sort of things are you trying to find that will tell you that this is a good fund manager that I can give money to? I think the first thing again is that I would have to assess that manager's uh, uh, temperament, and I want to see whether he is uh, 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 investing in a style which I think is consistent with his temperament. So whether he's a value investor, whether he's a trader,、uh, they or private equity uh, uh, investor or currency investor, I. First of all, want to find a manager whose style is consistent with his own character and temperament, and then secondly, after that, I want to find someone who is really、uh, passionate about why he's doing it.、Uh, in a way, it's no different from you looking for a partner in any business. You want to find a partner with a good integrity. You want to find a partner which means what he says, and you want to find a partner who's passionate about what he's what he's doing. So, although you yourself you are a value investor, would you invest in someone who is, for example, a growth investor? 
Uh, I would do that, uh, and I have. Uh, although I must say, uh, the most of the fund managers I have invested in tend to, to be oriented to have a more value bias, and it is because I'm more comfortable with that uh, investment style. Is that? But that just doesn't rule out. I have invested in you know venture capital uh, and um, other growth uh, you know growth managers as well. So. Um, it is it, it it is a bias rather than a, a a criteria. And how do you manage the risk? Because things do go wrong, don't they? Ideas don't work out. How do you deal with that? Uh, you mean investing in another manager? Well, you know the the um, you know uh, if I you know from the managers I've invested in, uh, I think most of the time I've been fortunate. They have tend to be good managers. And yes, they have had down years, but I, I tend to stick with them because markets go in cycles. I don't invest in managers. Uh, a lot of the managers have slightly different market niches. So uh, it, uh, in a way, uh, as market goes into cycles, so do these managers, and it tends to balance it out. And I think over time, uh, a good manager would be able to compound uh, at a uh, decent return. I think it's very important once you find a good manager and he delivers, so long as he delivers more often than not, you're better off sticking with him because there's a huge reinvestment risk. If you, if you, it's like if you sell a stock, you sell a stock at a profit or it's a good company, you have to, you are more, unless you use your proceeds to buy a house or something, you will probably will be reinvesting the proceeds in another stock. And the probability of you hitting a, getting a winner is actually not high. So, uh, and the same thing of finding a manager. The probability of you finding a, an equally good manager, if you are redeeming from a good manager, is probably even less than you finding a good stock because uh, good companies are easier to find than good managers, actually. And what are the sort of common mistakes that investors make? Uh, you mean I think investors the most common mistake I would say one is they they go for the uh, the latest flavor of the month and that is in the, and that may result in them uh, getting into an investment strategy or investment style or an investment manager which is different w with their own character or their own temperament. So it's like if you play tennis, and if you are by temperament a serve and volleyer, you cannot say one day you see Nadal plays and you say, okay, I want to be a ground stroker. Or you see, or you are basically a ground stroker uh, like Nadal or counter puncher and you see Federer plays and you only play like a, like a dancing like him. You know, you simply doesn't. You have certain... Uh, in, in, in innate character biases on how you love to play and you should play to your strength and develop that rather than try to go for the flavor of the month. So uh, when people go for a flavor of the month, they often choose strategies or styles which they do not really understand or which they do not intuitively feel comfortable with. And when things go bad and, as, as I said, market goes, market goes in cycles, they would enter at the top and exit at the bottom. So that's, uh, I think, the one major thing. The second major point that investors try to lose sight of is the reinvestment risk. Uh, people say you never lose money by make, taking a profit. Yes, but they don't ask the next logical question is what do you do with the profit, the proceeds? 
you know, even the really good investors, the success rate is usually just about 50%. So if you think about it, most people's success rates are less than 50%. So if you take your, if you sell something, you have, when you reinvest it, it's more likely than not than you're actually buying something which you lose money. And what do you think of the current investment environments? Because it's quite difficult, isn't it, for value investors? Because it seems to be a very small number of very large technology companies, growth stocks that are really driving the market at the moment. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that's correct. And, and, and quite often you say, well, is this a new paradigm? Yeah, and, I, and I frankly don't know. I mean, but a history of, uh, uh, you know, Posterity will 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 be the judge, but um, you can't you cannot be greedy. You know there, there's all these stocks, the fangs or whatever they call it, and it seems to go keep on going up forever. Now, maybe that would happen. More likely, history tells us this would not. And um, I think if you uh, you know in this environment, you have to ask whether this is rational. Like if you take a company like Tesla, clearly I love the car, I love to drive it, but the market cap of Tesla is now greater than I think all of the three U.S. Uh, market uh, car manufacturers combined together. So, is it rational? Maybe, maybe you know the internal combustion engine will go out of. No, out of fashion, be illegalized, so or, or it is it's electric cars, but then surely there will be more competition coming up against Tesla. So uh, it, it's I just don't feel there's a lot of margin for error, and uh, I like things which give me a little bit of more of a cushion to each uh, its own style. That's Vinnie co-founder and honorary chairman at Value Partners Group. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra this morning. I do hope you enjoyed the program. Next week, I'll look at how to save money if you're on a low income. Jimmy Lamb looks at the cost of owning a pet. And in our investment segment, I'll continue our series of investment tips from some of Hong Kong's most successful fund managers. So do please join Jimmy and me at the same time next week for another episode of Money Talk Extra. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis wishing you a relaxing and happy weekend. Bye for now. Bye for now.